change it up a bit. We're going to be talking about some of the best stuff we've watched in 2020 now. I mean, parameters, I say best stuff watched in 2020. I might end up talking about stuff I watched in 2020 that didn't come out in 2020 because I mainly watch anime. So, you know, it's like, is what it is. But, you know, I, our boy Troy over here doing God's work, he has a list. I wish I actually kept up with as much stuff as he did. I was just, like, so tuned out with reality. I was like, you know what, anime, that's where to go these days. Bro, so yeah, it's like there. the way you watch seasonal anime. I watch it's like how you watch regular content. Like, stuff. Bro, I've, I'm at 30 shows this season, man. It's, like, competitive with my other bro. And I'm like, oh, you're watching that? Gotta watch that, too. Bro, yeah, I just smashed on the history of swear words today. <laughs> Which is definitely not anime. It was Nick Cage being nah. just fucking Nick Cage. Yeah. Some well-written fucks. Just Some well-timed like fucks. <laughs> and I think Justin already also watched regular stuff. I mean, I know he's watched more than me in terms of, like, people content, you know? Only time I'm out here watching, like, live action anything these days is, like, if I'm downstairs and it's on TV. But this year, there are stuff I'm going to watch. Or Marvel. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure I'm gonna watch most of it. I, I don't know what my level of commitment is to it anymore. You know what I'm saying? It's easy now because like 2020 we got totally cucked because mm-hmm. all the shit was shut down. But now 2021, everything is going straight to streaming, except for Super Corona coming in our homes, coming to your doorstep this April. That be there, be square. That's a rabbit hole. We'll get, <laughs> we'll get shut down if I fucking am allowed to. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, yeah, let's stay away from that one. I mean, okay, for shows, I have a list of three, but there are stuff I watched that came out before, like certain animes that I really like that I'll mention. And I, whatever Justin thinks up of, you know, we're down to talk about that. But if you want to start off, Troy, and talk about your honorable mentions, I'm down with that. Okay, well, there's kind of a good chunk of them, so I'll just go quick. Oh, I, I didn't even say introduce my guy out here. I'm sorry, Troy. Say what's up to the people. Oh, I'm I'm the guy. This is Umbreon. Uh, what's up? Yeah, I, most of the shit I watched movie-wise... I guess it was just kind of the year. Like, there wasn't a whole lot. There wasn't of, a lot, yeah. There wasn't the any blockbuster. So I was on my indie game, mm-hmm. my my foreign game. But I really went deep on the new horror. It was a pretty it, decent year see, for There horror. were stuff I did want to watch, you know, from, like, those different movies. Yeah, there was some that good... That you mentioned to me, yeah. Uh, But, yeah, so for, like... Honorable mention, I guess. Hold on, I gotta pull up the old Listeroni. Uh, one of them's Color Out of Space. Just talked the synchronicity. That's Nick Cage. It's like H.P. Lovecraft trip ass. It's weird. Nick Cage, it's sick. Uh, Nick Cage, man. King of Staten Island. I heard, I heard good things about that one. Yeah, it's actually like pretty fucking it's got some heart i was like holy shit because it's pete <laughs> davidson i was like yeah 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 
so I think, was, you, you see a comedian, you, you, you don't know what level of, like, acting chops to, like, give to them or, like, give them credit for. So, like, you see a comedian go into, like, a serious role, it's, like, yeah, 50 it was hit or miss. I think he did a good job. Whoever directed it did a good job. I know it was that producer who does, like, all of the Seth Rogen movies. I forget his name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know the name off the back of my head. Um, the Devil All the Time was on there. That's that Rob Pattinson. The Robert Pattinson one? Okay. Yeah. It's uh, Tom Holland, Rob Pattinson. It's like Southern Gothic fucking family beat you up county line bullshit. It's pretty good, but yeah, it's kind of like niche. Like, to be fair, like, I I have heard mixed things about it. Yeah, I, like have outside you heard of the, the main Lawless? actors. You know the movie Lawless with Me? Uh, Shia no. LaBeouf. Um, it's Tom Hardy and Shia LaBeouf, and then another actor who's good, but I'm blanking on his name. Mm-hmm. But it's similar vibe to that. So if anyone liked Lawless, I bet you would like this because it's. Mm, it's probably about as good. Uh, then there's one called Freaky, which is basically just like Freaky Friday, but it's like a slasher movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, Vince Vaughn is fucking fantastic. Vince Vaughn. Because he's like, guy. he gets body switched with like a high school girl and then starts <laughs> murdering all of her friends in the girl's body. And so then Vince Vaughn, Uh-oh. it's like Jack Black in that one uh, in Jumanji. Uh-huh. Vince Vaughn, like in his actual body, is like acting like an eighteen-year-old girl with all of her like high school friends. That's so weird. So he's just called. It's funny. He'll just like be talking to like a teenager, and he'll be like, "Bitch." <laughs> like, it's fucking. Vin- he's like fifty, all That's tall and like. Yeah, it was actually, and the movie's like not bad. It's like actually a fucking. If they made a sequel, I would watch the fuck out of it. Uh, for TV shows, some of them that I thought were like, I don't know. Raised by Wolves was on HBO, and it got kind of yeah. confusing. And I heard, I heard how trippy it was. It was like existential, like, yeah, what it is was, life? It what was is not, like, what is God type thing? Like that yeah, type of trippy. Yeah. It was not what I was expecting at all. Uh, Lovecraft Country's on my, like, I wanted to like it more because the first episode's like the best thing I saw all year. Mm-hmm. But then, I don't know. It kind of falls apart. Does not stick the landing. The Outsider does not stick the landing. Uh, Queen's Gambit, I basically just finished because I thought, think the actress is hot. And it was actually pretty cool because like chess. I was, yeah. like, oh, shit. I was like, oh shit. Because it's like not really about chess, but it is. Yeah, it's yeah. about like the players. It's, it's chess thematically how the story takes place. Yeah. It's kind of like how of the Queen's Gambit. It's like high IQ. Like I picked up bits of chess vernacular and strategy. I am not able to go play chess in the same way I cannot go play volleyball. But like if someone was like, oh yeah, they pulled off a quick, I'd be like, I know that. <laughs> Middle blocker. Like, fuck yeah. But I don't know anything. But, yeah, it was all right. Uh, What's her name? She's cute, even though she's got... Anya Taylor-Joy. 
she's kind of got like I'm not gonna go down that rabbit hole because she's like so much more attractive than me. I have no room to talk. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there's that. Fucking Shits Creek. Super watchable. High IQ. It's not as good as it has been, so it's not fucking I mean Love next is time, war. Next time is against Nekoma, my guy. I know, I hope it's gonna be good. Uh Love is War season two basically just isn't as good as the other romance show on the list. Food Wars is whatever. And then Jujitsu Kaisen and Attack on Titan. Those weren't done, so I didn't even put yeah, them on the list. Exactly. So that's very like And and I'm gonna tell you this. The episode that came out for Attack on Titan today is like my one of my favorite chapters in the series, but like that the best slapped. chapter I had, from this arc. I, I haven't watched it. I was I had two, goose I had bro, goose pimply. I wasn't like several I wasn't even, times. I wasn't even a minute in when I saw Justin send out the message for us to record and I was like, God damn. Dude, Second, I, bro, you, fucking, have you heard of um Xarm? Have I heard of what? Xarm is an anime. Look up the trailer. Oh, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what it looks like. It's 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 gonna have Ghost in a Shell notorious vibes just for that. The story isn't actually bad. It's not like I'm not going to tell you to go watch it. It's not like worth it by any means at this point. But I watched that before Attack on Time because I'm like, got to save the best for last. Because I thought yeah. we'd been recording by then. So I'm like, all right, let me start x I don't think I'm going to finish this. And then I finish it and I'm like, okay, I think Justin might be asleep. Start Attack on Time. <laughs> and I, it's like not even a minute in. I get the message. I'm like, oh, I, I know what's going to happen. I was like so hyped for it because – in that episode, you have the conversation with Aaron and Reiner in under the basement while the the history or what's described as history is on the top, Dude, and what goes down is it is, is fantastic. the way they yeah the way they handled it. I was by myself watching it, and it ends uh, like you'll see where it ends. But like mm-hmm. I said out loud to I guess my to my cat so, Philip. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, it ends. Like, I was like, oh, no, no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> bro, you ever watch it? We ever watch like the moment you're watching something and you're talking to air, it, you were invested. You know what I'm saying? Because like, usually, I have the presence of mind to know where it's like. Because mm-hmm. you know, it's like it's, yeah, yeah, it's it's like I watched this. It ended at this time. Like this is the usual there, process. There's a trajectory to a show, so that you know when it's gonna end, and you can be like, "Yeah, that oh, is a that's a buildup." That yeah, you don't like, see what's coming. Usually, there's an issue to be resolved, or there's some thing. So you're like, "Oh, bro, that freaking freaking conversation! I love it so much." It's oh, and his foot's like growing back back in the fucking falco's like having a meltdown because he's like I and, hope- and as as that's happening he's explaining what's gonna happen to him he's just like here's how this is gonna go down and reiner's just he can't do anything because aaron's playing this out so you know yeah he's like you know why it's going down too it's i was like it's just kiss man it's i'm aaron's so i'm cold so excited to watch it oh that shit's tight as hell Man, yeah, I can't wait to see how the series goes, though. But yeah, those are not on my list because that was just you know it'll be it's not on twenty twenty one's list. Hell yeah, it'll be on twenty twenty one's list if we're alive. Yeah, true. Should we be wearing masks on this fucking thing to promote? I don't know. Just we'd all sound muffled. Yeah, you know, so I'm alone. There's literally like the only person here is my cat. So be like that. Your cat has Rona. 
He better not. Fuck. He was just at the vet, actually, on Saturday. <laughs> they said he's perfect. Except the perfect? fact Perfect? He, he's one and a half pounds overweight, which I was like... Uh, dang, you got something I was like, bar- you got Garfield living in your house. I was like, isn't that kind of a fucked up thing to like get that? Because there's a range, you know, like. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I don't know. To just be like, well, he's this exact specific amount overweight. I was like, so weird. Yeah, I was like, is me like, oh, ask the ask the doctor what their weight is. No, I was like, like the spectrum. I was like, what the fuck's this hardline bullshit? <laughs> I was like, fuck it's like here. forget that type of cat. No. And then she said, she's like, well, he did have a full bladder, and I was like, well, that's a couple ounces. You fucking <laughs> whatever. Oh, it is what it is. Fuck off. <laughs> is all that right. all your? Uh... Those are just my those are my honorable mentions. So yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was like, Love is War is the shit. I haven't love talked about war, that a love lot. Love is War, Love is War. It's down, 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 down. absurdly fucking engrossing. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. because it's like a versus the whole time. But then by the second season, the entire school's kind of on board with their shit. So I was like, God damn it, this is good. But then, yeah, Rent a Girlfriend happened this year, or last Qual- year. Quality. So I was, I was sitting there comparing the two, and I was like, you know what? <laughs> oh, gosh. I was like, one of them's got cheese over That That's fact. And also, Love is War is about fucking high schoolers. So it's just kind of, you know. Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny and, you know, whatever. But try yeah. and be more detached. Thinking Rental Girlfriend hits you with a little more relatable themes. Rental Girlfriend just has fucking... Hits you hard, bro. Bro, it has mommy. What are you talking about? Mommy's a giant bitch. <laughs> Just a dumpster fire of a horse. Uh, bro, I could imagine knowing someone like that in real life. <laughs> That'd be rough. I've dated girls who are like, I don't know. It's not, it's tacky to call your ex a bitch, but like, you know, everyone. Yeah, yeah. One of my girlfriends was a bitch like <laughs> mommy tear or or under no and that's the thing like i i look at mommy i'm like holy i'm like <laughs> maybe she wasn't a bitch like, <laughs> you're like re-questioning like these like maybe maybe it wasn't what i thought it was i talked to my friend he was like no she was a bitch she was like i was like oh cool so i was i'm like as long as I know I'm not off base, but yeah, that that puts mommy in a fucking into the see you next Thursday territory. See you next Thursday. God dang. All right, Justin, anything you thought of both no. that you watched this year? There's nothing interesting to talk about. 
I mean, you've mentioned Book of Power. Any anime? It's just for you. I'll let you go by on stuff you watched in 2020. I have nothing racked up in my brain, man. I never do. All right. Then as me and Troy discuss stuff, you're trash. I know I'm trash. I feel ashamed of myself. <laughs> Literally just like, damn, what do I do every Sunday at six? <laughs> I don't I like how it's know. only six for you. It's like, yeah, six. He's like, oh, what yeah. do you mean? It's bedtime. It's, it's nine for you guys, so it's like, shit. It's like ten for us now. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Shit. I know I know he's watched them. That's the that's the thing. He's watched I, I would take We anything. talked about it before the fucking show. <laughs> exactly. I, bro, he'd just be like it, it's the first thing that comes to your mind. It's probably one of the better things. That's what my mind said. It's like if I can think of it, because I know I watch live action stuff, but it was just in passing. Like it's so loosely attracted to my brain. I'm like, bro, I don't remember that crap. Like, so I don't I mean, care. But like I if I could think of something, it'd be different. Finally watched season two of Mandalorian and I finished season one. Hey, you yeah. watched season two. That's something. All right, what did you think? Okay. Eh. Yeah. Let's <laughs> <That's> talk <all. laughs> about that shit. This guy said, eh. What about you, Troy? I mean uh, Dude, I'm <laughs> We don't talk about we're mostly anime, so like I go not like Deep, deep Star Wars fan. Deep, like I don't go EU. Like, oh, no, I, I, I know you're. But I like, I love Star Wars, and I've always loved Mandalorians, like starting with Boba Fett. So the mm-hmm. fact that season two, in live action form, because obviously the comics have made him yeah. badass. But like, as far as movies go, Boba Fett's just been a side character, like throwaway. Fuck you, bounty hunter with cool armor. I mean, you know, he shoots, he eats. Or, now I he's mean, fucking cool. Gets eaten. <laughs> now he's a badass old man with like a fucking martial arts stick beating the hell out of... He was like breaking helmets. Like everyone's always like, oh, their armor's useless because it can take one blaster shot. Yeah. He was like, here's brain damage then. Fuck <laughs> like... It's like, you can't stop that. So like your brain just short-circuited. Now you're dead. Oh, you gonna watch like his uh his new solo series that's coming out this year? Yeah, I mean, I mean I, I'd assume Troy would. I'm, I'm gonna sure watch the fuck out of it. With. I did Listen, not. If, I don't if you were imagine... gonna ask me what I wanted, I would have been like, keep him just in the. But I'll just watch the fuck the out of his own. Or no, like just in the Mandalorian. Oh, just like, in the Mandalorian. Okay. I love that they brought him back, but I'd be like. I wanted to see them like team up like two badass cowboys Ronin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, you're like watching a samurai movie and it's like yeah, the two- like samurai shampoo. We're like, oh my god, that'd be so badass. <laughs> but any show with fucking Boba Fett's probably gonna be badass as hell. And the fact that it's like the teaser was him taking over the yeah, like yeah. old palace of Jabba, I was like Did Jabba in the finale? It's been so long since I watched it. Yeah, Job is dead. Mm, yeah, he, he kind of fat and lazy. Boba took over the underworld, right? I think that's what the show's going to be about, is him crossing names off lists, Vendetta style, mm-hmm. while he 
takes hold of the like because there is a power vacuum that's what the movies have never done a good job of explaining is like they, they don't explain the backgrounds it focuses solely on the jedi story so like the on ray and kylo's story not like they, they don't focus on any of like the smaller well it's not even smaller like you think about a criminal underworld you think about Wait. like big consequence like you know, Hunter Hunter shows you what's going on in the criminal underworld in the background, right? Dude, they tried to in The Last Jedi, and it kind of just, like, meand- Canto Bite meandered. But, like, I see what they were doing was trying to world build beyond. Yeah, it was they were trying to go beyond the Jedi, right? And that's, like, you understand why you would do that? Yeah, that's the thing with the, uh, uh, Episode 8, where it's, like, a lot of the stuff... I'm like, I see what you were doing. I think, I think if Ryan Johnson like had two movies, maybe it would have, maybe it would have fit. Like, it would have fit that puzzle, and you like have been like, okay, this movie happened, but I can accept it. I he didn't get that though. I am in that weird. I would have rather seen his full trilogy than a JJ full trilogy, because JJ seemed like he was copy pasting the old shit with like a shinier veneer. <laughs> Here's like, new. <laughs> at least Ryan Johnson was trying to like I don't know, just reading the plot synopsis for his he, story of what it was gonna be. Like just episode nine would have been Duel of the Fates, you know? Mm. Those type of stuff. Like just what he wrote for it. All interesting concepts compared to like what you read for like JJ Abrams, which all sounds like tacky. Here's a blockbuster film, but tacky storytelling, finish off a story here, here, With- here, and here. Fuck, it's like a goddamn cube of cheddar cheese with all the plot holes. It's absurd. Does cheddar have? Is it Swiss? It's Swiss. Swiss has the holes. It's like Swiss cheese. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, I had Mando high on my Yeah, list. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how you describe it. It's, it's how J.J. Abrams trying to make cheddar into Swiss. Because then you get fucking Filoni and Favreau doing Mando. Mm. I didn't have it like breaking the world i had it on number nine on my list okay so not far off okay okay yeah because like there are definitely shows i had more fun watching but Mm. when i saw the have you caught up you guys both caught up with what me yeah with mandalorian well i'm gonna fucking talk full spoilers no no you're you're free to talk full spoilers i haven't watched a single star wars thing don't worry bro i just know stuff Justin, did you know Luke was showing up? I did not, but I hinted at, at it. When... At what point in his... Because I saw the X-Wing and was like doing the mental math. I'm like... Oh, you're, doing the, you're doing the meme? I'm like doing who's... Yeah, I was like, who fucking... Fl-? I was like, Luke flies an X-Wing. But I was like, they wouldn't. So I pushed that off to the I was like back burner. Then I was doing... I was like, does Cal Kestis? I was like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> and then... He's got the all black fucking Listen, like, when, cloak. When, I know when you see the green lightsaber, everyone knew. That's because it's the green lightsaber with the glove hand, and you're just like, they did it. <laughs> you're like, look, I, I wanted to go kiss John Favreau on the mouth. I'm like, you mad fucking bastard. I was like, first it was Robert Downey Jr. with Tony Stark, and you just like saving comic book movies. I was like revolutionizing them. Then you come in and pull this shit off. I was like, that's what he's such a nerd who's like also the shit. 
I don't think Favreau's as much as a nerd. I think, if anything, he is definitely more of a Star Wars nerd than, like, say, MCU. But he's really right. good at crafting a story. Well, he knows... Yeah, especially Star Wars, because he grew up in the shit of it. Yeah. So he knows exactly what everyone thought was cool. And no, he's like, hey, that fucking bounty hunter with the dope-ass armor that never got a conclusion to his story. <laughs> like, what a if good we... story behind him. <laughs> yeah, and everyone's like, oh, dude, that might be... Kathleen Kennedy's like, there's nothing to... There's no stories to tell. John Favreau's no just like, cool look armor. At, uh, look at... Look at all <laughs> Look at all this free real estate on new stories. Old stories, never heard of her. Yeah, later. Whatever. That's... Real quick, real quick. The two things that are confusing to me. So when, when Boba Fett was introduced in what episode was it? Was it two? It's like, did they show him at the end of one? I, he's actually in season one. But, yeah, they, they 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 do that tease thing that you don't know who it is, but yeah, kind of but it, it like shows up to that girl to help her after she's been hurt. Like it could just be someone else in the armor type thing, but it's, yeah, you know. it was but then in the beginning, yeah. right of two. It's either episode one or two. I think it's the very end of episode one. I heard was the guy watching from this. Is that's the yeah, that's the one where you see and he's got the cool like stick, and then mm-hmm. episode two. He, shows, he up. shows up. Okay. And there's the three of them doing the fucking Spider-Man, where they're all like aiming. Or at the each other. the Office. <laughs> yeah, where it's like, fucking like, no, you put it down, bitch. But yeah, he Anyways. like, I guess survived a goddamn Sarlacc. I mean, that's implied right off the bat. <laughs> like, wait, so it was episode like one. That he showed up at the. It's, it's like at the very end, like when you do like a sting for an I think episode. It's like season one, episode four or five, and then season two, episode one. No, I'm mm-hmm. talking about the movies when when he showed up. Oh, he's talking about which Star Wars movie he shows up. Yeah. Oh yeah, I guess that's fair because they're called all episodes. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Makes sense. Um, he shows up originally. I think in five with at Jabba's palace and he's okay. also he's in the sky city with Vader. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe. And so in Mandalorian season one you find out we're at the like at the beginning of the Empire finally losing in episode three. How many years was it between episode two and three? Between episodes two and threes, only yeah. a couple years. That's the Clone Wars. No, no, episode four and five. How many years, like, in the movie, not like in real life, but it, like years spanning from where... Uh... Well, between four and five is not that much. Because, like, like, he supposedly died in episode two. I mean, episode four. Episode five. five. When he gets eaten? Yeah. And that's so, episode six. I thought it was episode five where he fights Luke. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. It is episode five. Luke does the fucking... And so... So he, he supposedly dies in episode five. 
and it's not that many years long in episode six. And then in Mandalorian, it's news that the Empire, how many years has it been since the Empire lost in season one of Mandalorian? Um, fuck. I'm trying to, I think it's like 25. No, Ray's 25. So it's only like five years. Five years? So how is he so old? It's got something to do with the amount of suns on the planet. Interesting. Like, they, they were able to, at least not perfectly. That's like, like the canon explanation. This, that's the same agree. reason why Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, I mean, you just got to work with people, people age, man. <laughs> yeah, because it's just like, whatever, Tatooine's got... Bro, that's that stomach acid. That stomach acid, it really, it really, you know, cooks you. You know what I'm saying? Dude, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was like smoking a pack of cigs every day. Because it's the it's the whole thing of they had the budget that they had to make it all right for Luke to look young. So is it that they only had enough budget to make him look young for a couple minutes instead of making uh, Boba look? Young I mean, for like multiple episodes. That crap is really expensive. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, pro. I think it was just easier to explain it away or explain his age away. Plus, like you think it, about it, Boba's more of a side character in essence. Like as much as like infamy as he has, he's not really a focal point for one thing. Yeah. So how he looks is not that important. And just saying, like. There are younger people who look like they age extremely fast. Yeah, like I mean, just being in like a stressful situation, your body's going to stress itself. So realistically, he could. I don't know how it actually looks per se. So I don't know like the canny differences that you're getting from it. But yeah, I'm it's. Just, I'm just going yeah. by years. It's got to be the, those extra sons. The second <laughs> thing is, if the movies of episode seven through eight are canon still. I hear rumors that... I can't say 7 through 8. You don't even say 9. You just say 7 and 8. Where's <laughs> <laughs> like the Skywalker's dog shit? The rumors are that... The retcon? No, that they're making uh, the the recent movies non-canon. And I think they're going to use the TV series to... Yeah. That's what I heard. Soften the edges. Of yeah, I, I don't. I don't think they're like retconning anything. I think. Yeah. They're just like, I don't think they'll ever. Because that admits. Here, here's all. here's the most likely situation is you loosely remove yourself from it. Right. You build enough TV shows to like build a repertoire to like fill in timelines. Slowly, things lose the build the ability to be canon post a certain point, and then you slowly just say, "Oh, we changed that." And you just slowly just move out of it because you imagine TV shows are going, this is the plan for like five years, right? So you imagine like five years down the line, how heavy are people still going to be pushing certain like agendas versus like how sacred are these things? They're not that sacred to the audience. Most people don't want it to exist, right? So if if you're like in production or something you don't, and you don't want to admit fault, you just loosely kind of kick those to the backdrops and act like, oh, Here's a loose explanation that doesn't actually make sense, but it makes enough sense for us to keep the past to the present making sense. 
And then another thing, they had Grogu force heal several times throughout well, Mandalorian. He lived. he lived. Which I almost said, don't is come just, to school today. I love that meme. I love that meme, bro. <laughs> it's so good. But fucking uh, him force healing is just like a soft retcon. Or it's just like one example. If you like, want to be, just, if you want to be neckbeardy about it, there's other ones. Yeah, but they're literally trying, because Ray has no explanation for where she learned to force heal or whatever. No one taught her that, but she does it. The explanation is, if you're talented enough in the Force, you can just teach yourself that. So then they have Grogu, who's known to be an exceptionally talented Force user. Oh, his midichlorian is yeah, so he okay. just naturally force heals as well, which then makes Daisy Ridley doing it 20 years in the future. It seems feasible seem, at that point. Yeah, so then because this is taking place before the movies, they can kind of set shit up, and then where you're like, well, where the fuck was like Palpatine like, doing like, all that know, stuff? And then it's Palpatine like, clones loosely set up in the Mandalorian, you know? Yeah, like, so, and then they can, they like, do. all they gotta do is mention Exegol one time in yeah, the you, fucking show, and you, then you're you, like, you, you oh, lay so out, like, You lay out the groundwork, and then the moment you say a specific line of dialogue, it's like, that's how it happened. Yeah, so, like, they are doing it backwards where they built a flimsy-ass house and then are now trying to build a Furnishing foundation. Furnishing the inside. They're trying to build a foundation underneath it. And it's like, it's supposed to be the opposite way. Like, it's fucking it, it, sick. It's, you got, it's, a, it's a gross thing they did. Yeah. It's like, you got granite countertops and a fucking fancy bidet, but, like, your house is sinking because <laughs> it's not sitting on anything solid. Okay, so the second thing oh, is... I... <laughs> so, it says uh, Luke took Grogu to train him, right? I think you're bringing up a plot hole. So... I think it's the same one, I think. Did he bring them to the same students that he created by finding Yeah, he's bringing, he's, he's bringing up that one. So, yeah, we, that... <laughs> I don't yeah, know. No, no. There's no, <laughs> there's no explanation for that. I does think that it's whatever they say. Does that mean he's dead? Because it says Kylo and the Knights of Red There's there's no ec- There's no explanation for that. It can, okay, so the, Dave Filoni said Ahsoka... Still alive, yeah, and that's like present timeline ish, yeah. So, the Knights of Ren didn't kill all force users, but it's known that Kylo ripped apart Luke's fucking student section, (laughs) of which Grogu was, (laughs) yeah, and Grogu was part of that. So, like, I don't know. Did he survive two, you know, fucking outraged? I think the way they explain it is what comes down the line for the Star Wars TV series. I think the TV series are the biggest indicator of what's canon, what's yeah. like determined canon for episode seven through nine. Because My the guess whole, the whole is it's sent away before Kylo kills people. Because the whole Mandalorian thing, it's like season one is based off him saving that kid, and that season two is him finding more of it. Like it's more focused on 
it, it, it starts Send to lean off. towards him setting him off and then focusing on build rebuilding the Mandalorians. Mm-hmm. So in the movies, they don't talk about it anymore. Like the Mandalorians. I mean, did they really ever talk exist. about it? They never talk they about really it, really. Did. Yeah, it's so, more comic. So does that mean that Grogu is either going to leave Luke and start his own adventures, which they'll make a TV show about it, because they made him seem like he was special. And so what I'm trying to figure out is, is he going to be like that character in that video, Star Wars video game where he's hiding his force sense so that they don't find him? And he has like adventures and stuff? I don't think me that's, and Troy can give you that answer. I think that's one of those things that is being worked out yeah, behind the scenes a, on Star Wars right now. I think there's so much issues with how they want to tell the story behind the scenes right now that, like, Mandalorian was like that, let's test the grounds. And because of how much, like, accolades John Favreau and Dave Filoni are getting behind it, you know, the the creative process, a lot of it's slowly going to shift towards them. Dude. And so, like, it's just going to... Yeah see what happens from there if if episode seven through nine remain canon that's yet to be seen i think that like there's a good chance there's going to be a lot of soft retcons here and there i think like the layout of it still existing like major deaths major like character interactions all gonna be steadfast in there because you're not gonna get those actors back yeah well i I think they're just gonna do they'll do shit to establish all like or to like answer the questions and the plot holes that people have had. I think they're also so, changing stuff through, though. I bet they'll add another dyad in the Force along <laughs> one of these shows to establish that there's... that. that there's always two! There's a, they'll be like, dyad, it's a thing, see? Fuck you. Um, <laughs> I think Grogu's gonna leave early before Kylo rips through the shit, and I think Luke's gonna give him a few Jedi texts. So then not all of them got destroyed. Um, I think they're going to fucking murder the broom kid. I think, the broom kid? <laughs> I think someone's going to show up to his house and shoot him in the head. <laughs> Gosh. You're, you're fucking retconned, bitch. <laughs> you're not yeah, I have no idea. I got, I got hopes, but mostly it's that Kathleen Kennedy gives Favreau the wheel. I mean, it's not her. It's the uh, head of Disney the chairman or CEO or whatever. So, I feel like everyone's always passing the buck to someone else, and then everyone's always fucking jacking off the other dude partially, where it's like, (laughs) this wouldn't be done without them. And then people are like, well, it sucks because of them. And they're like, well, it's not them. Yeah, that's how it works. Damn, we became a whole Star Wars podcast for a second there. (laughs) Mandalorian. It's a good show. Fucking... All right. Troy, I mean, if you want to uh, knock out your 10 through 6 or 5 or, yeah, 6. Yeah, I'll do some fucking. Gotta see what I have. All right. Mandalorian was 9, so that's easy. Number 10, it's called The Possessor. <clears throat> the Possessor. It was real fucked up sci fi horror. One of the bloodiest movies I think I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like Saw Bloody where you got people cutting shit off. It was like, I'm going to stab you 78 times and let's watch it together. And like, 
now the whole fucking ballroom is covered in blood. You know, it was like a more visceral, real version of Tarantino's movies. Yeah. Like Django, you get shot with a gun and fly back 18 feet. This was like, fucking clear throat. But yeah, it was basically like organization sends people in with a fake face, kind of like Quantum yeah. Leap style where they like steal. Steal faces. They temporarily, yeah, like hijack an identity, commit an assassination with a fake face, shoot themselves in the head, wake up in the other building. Yeah. Basically, like, they sword art online into a person, into a real avatar, but it's an actual human. It's a fucking trip. But then, gets weird, motherfucker's family gets involved, crazy twist ending, gets real culty at the end, like, real ritualistic culty. Did not yeah, see it gross. coming. It Disgusting. is fucking... It is sick. It is. Oh, I love watching things that get culty. I don't know. A, I find it so humorous when things like that happen. I'm like, yeah, you're just like crazy. Yeah, it's like now we're in the woods. Lots of dicks out. That's a big thing with cults in Hollywood. It's like everyone's naked all the time. That's cults naked, dicks out constantly. I mean, have you ever heard when a cult gets revealed? It's pretty much just like that. No. It's usually fucking one old naked guy and a bunch of like fucking gullible twenty somethings wearing like weird. Socks. Yeah, and like baggy shirts that say like fucking rapture. Uh Decadence was eight. Oh. Fucking love that shit, man. <laughs> it was a good, good show, dope plot, and I did not see it coming. So it was like you know. Thumbs up. <laughs> uh ahead of that was Invisible Man, which is another horror. Yeah, yeah. But it was a sick, revamped modernization of the story. I heard I heard about certain twists that happened and like how the ending yeah. was like, oh, it's not going your way type thing. It is um dark and fucked up, and it would if I was a girl seeing that, it would be probably ten times scarier. But because I was a guy, it was kind of like a little bit scary, mostly like unsettling, where it's just like mm-hmm. It's like, man, guys, because you like you want you want to sit there and be like, this would never happen. No, no, it. But it's one of those If it was possible, it would happen, and that's fucked up. Because you're like trying to be like, not all guys are fucking pigs, but then it's mm-hmm. like, bro, I, I used to have these conversations in my head about this. Like, I I observe things that happen. I'm like, gosh, why are guys so trash? Like. I try to give so much benefit of the doubt, but like as time progresses, I'm like, God dang, I feel yeah, bad like, for females. I want to like, tell someone where it's legit. like, I'm, I'm feeling the anxiety they should be feeling for their actions on their behalf. It's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. why I look so nervous. Someone like a chihuahua, like shaking. <laughs> it's because that jackass like doesn't feel social pressure, and I'm like taking it for him. I'm, I'm like, bro, how are you? How how can you do something? What's your thought process that gets you to do these types yeah. of things? Like, you just read a news story or anything like that, or you hear about something. Like, I've heard something crazy about my neighbor, and I'll tell you that, like, I'll mention to you after we finish recording. <laughs> well, it's like, bro, I was like, I, my dad just decided to tell me randomly, and I'm like, don't tell me that crap. Yeah, it's you like, know, put that, that back in your pocket. I didn't, I, I don't want to think about people and then know for a fact that that's what happens. I, I like to be stupid, at least. I, I know this happens, but let me let me not think about it when it's like in my proximity, please. That's stressful, dude. I yeah. If 
I don't know if you would like Invisible Man because it puts. No, no, I watch uncomfortable things for the sake of being uncomfortable. And I don't feel uncomfortable because it's fiction. Right on Center Street. Once it's not fiction anymore, this is like. Aggravates the hell out of me. It is like a fiction. It's good fiction. That's why it's it's fucking. Like, if if something said based on a true story, I still know it's a movie, right? It's a production, right? I can live with that. That's not based on a true story. And it's fiction. So I could watch it and I'd be like, yeah, that type of thing would make me uncomfortable. And it crosses my head. But the moment I hear about it, like, hey, this guy invented invisibility technology, I'm flipping out. I'm losing my mind at the moment no. I hear something. Because, yeah, invisibility technology, you're like, okay, Mm-mm. whatever. Mm-mm. We don't need it. But, dude, then care. the way it's explained, because you're not a fucking, you know, like. Psychopath? I was going to say. Yeah, I was going to say, like photography engineer or whatever obscure job this fucking dude had Mm -hmm. so it's like you're not going to be able to like debunk this science yeah so you're sitting there and you're like could this fucking work like how much of this shit's fiction like does the cia (laughs) have these like i I would hope not man maybe seals have these fucking suits you're like are these waterproof it's fucked up it's fucked up it's a creepy movie it's real and the actress forget her name but it's the girl from handmaid's tale yeah yeah i i off the top of my head i can't tell you but i know she's, who you're talking about. she's really fucking good um but i still think above that is wandering witch because that shit went so fucking hard it's happy it's sad it's dark depressing and she's fucking bae so like Bro, wife who is like quality. She's cute as shit. Mind. She knows she's cute as shit. Everyone's always telling her she's cute as shit. I'm watching her like you're cute as shit. And then she's doing cool shit. And you know how Luffy goes to a country? I love Luffy. I'm not talking shit. But he immediately like gets his nose. He's he's, like, he, yeah, 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 yeah. He 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 does his like, thing because he just does like, what he wants. He's like racial injustice, fuck you. Like punches someone. It's not she, pra- like, she, it's not practical to do that everywhere, but you know. That's how she rolls up. Someone will be like, Hey, like help me, like they're like mugging me, and she'll just like roll by on her broom and be like, That sucks. <laughs> Keep going. I was like, I love this bitch. I was like <laughs> it was so refreshing to have a main character like be a normal person. There's plenty like, of shows like that, man. Well, because like it wasn't a slice of life. Yeah, yeah. So then that's like it was like a slice of life character who wasn't who was like in a fucking shonen world. Mm-hmm. And then it was like somewhere in her world, a main character for a different show could easily exist. Yeah. There's magic, there's monsters, there's bad guys. She just doesn't seem to give a fuck. She's like, I want to explore. Yeah. I'm like, fuck yeah. I love this show. Was that your but, sixth? I think so. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, hmm. What do you think I should talk about? My 2020 stuff first or like my favorite things I watched in 2020? Um, I, I'm, I'm kind of stoned. Those seem like the same thing. No, I like watched in 2020 means didn't come out in 2020, but I watched. Uh, I guess 2020 release stuff, because yeah. So I only have three things. I watched like 
I mean, I watched more than three things, but like I, that I was willing to put on a list. I picked three things. I'll go off with my first actual people stuff that wasn't anime was Hamilton. Now I'm like, I'm into musicals and like theater in the first place. So like something like that piques my interest. Granted, I don't like watch them fervently or frequently by any means. But I was like, yo, I want to watch it because, you know, good music. If anything, good music is like some attraction factor. It's like I watch certain animes just because I base like, is this opening good enough for me to be like, yeah, let me watch this series. Like I've done mm. that with multiple shows this season where I'm like, man, I didn't want to watch the show and this opening sucked. So pass. I've done that with like three shows. And then there was shows that I'm like, God dang, this opening's fire. I guess I got to watch it because I'm stubborn. I don't put stuff on my playlist unless I watch them. So gotta go through with it. It's, it's, it's a me thing. It's I can't for the just playlist. Like, I can't just throw stuff on my playlist. I get irritated if I like don't know where it's from or anything like that. I need, I need to know what goes where. I'm, I'm too OCD with this like type of thing. Came and talk. I was about to say ACD because I'm like A goes before C. <laughs> it's like my brain. <laughs> like it went off the wire. But Hamilton, like, out. okay, it's it, it's fiction. Clearly, it's not actually what happened in history. One thing. But because it's not like what happens in history, it kind of paints a good light and it makes Hamilton, he was like one of the better aspects of history. Granted, some of it might have been for selfish reasons that he ended up doing good things. Like it's like that cause and effect. Some bad things have good consequences. That happens a lot in history as well as some good things have terrible consequences. You Mm -hmm. know, it's just byproducts and stuff like that. I won't say specific stuff that will get me canceled because like, there was so much leaps of logic I'd have to use to describe just historical things that were bad that have good consequences and it just make me sound like a bad person and I wouldn't even try to make it sound. You know how many directions I can go with that. Yeah, it's a it's, lot of explanation. Not worth it. thin ice in every direction. Yeah. And with people, how they act nowadays, everything's thin ice. So it's rather not walk on it and drown, you know. But Ham- Hamilton was really good. The music, like, the fact that they decided to use rap incorporation to like a uh, thinking historical a- aspect of a s- series and they use it as storytelling. It's not like just songs for songs. It's the whole story because it's a musical, but everything just goes through it and it's done so well. Like I have top songs from it. The actors, fantastic. Just the plot progression. You're, you're from the start of his story to the end of his story. It's concise. You get conclusions. Every character, almost just about every character, has an arc that goes behind them. It's really entertaining. It was like one of the most entertaining experiences I had watching anything. I rewatched it like two times. Like I enjoyed yeah, myself. I think I might be wrong, but including Mulan, Soul, Wonder Woman, and the Justice League announcement. I think Hamilton brought in the most like lumps. Oh, oh yeah, I think I think that was the most popular thing in yeah. uh, terms of attracting people. I think that was it. Out of yeah, of like bringing new subscriber base to your platform because mm-hmm. Wonder Woman that was like a thing. Where it was, well, like, what, Wonder Woman like, lost the soul, and soul wasn't even the top thing. You know. Yeah. So like, I'm pretty sure Hamilton. Like, I'm pretty sure it was Hamilton. Like Disney Plus was stoked on themselves. Bro, they they went off on that, and it was it was good. They that was a smart thing to do to just be like, let's take this property, Dude, make you know it how cinematic. Sick it would be to like 
have that giant dick energy where you're just like, no, dude, put it on fucking Disney Plus. And then, like, two weeks later, you get a call. You crack open, like, the nicest whiskey and, like, roll a fat blunt. You'd be like, like that. Shit. That's that's your team, like, balling out, yeah. man. It's like, do that, yeah. and it oh, works. My God. Eat that I'm up, man. Nice. Mm-hmm. Like, call fucking Kathleen Kennedy up. Be like, you hear, you hear this shit? She'd be like popping champagne. Be like, Mandalorian's about to drop too, motherfucker. She'd be like, yeah, I, I did that. Pat yourself on the back. <laughs> Dude, fuck. Yeah, I, bro, I loved Hamilton a lot. I mean, if I was ever, like, if I ever wanted to listen to music and just, like, watch something, I'd throw it on anymore. If someone was watching it downstairs, I guarantee you I would be there for a couple of songs, if not the rest of the thing, you know? Bro, like, I, I just, know people who like downstairs and I'd be like, "Oh shoot, it's on." People be listening to that. My coworker, <laughs> it's on the construction site. He'll like listen to it. He'll have headphones on. Be like, bro, I used bro, I used to listen to work all the time and it drained my head. battery. Cause it's funny. I, like, like I want to listen to specific songs because I don't have a Spotify premium. So I'd be like, "Gosh, I want to hear this song," and it's not playing on Spotify. Go oh, on YouTube, you got the drain commercials. my battery. It used to be like that. I'd just be like, pull the whole soundtrack, listen to order. It was nice. But yeah, that was one of the best things I watched that came out last year. I also watched Great Pretender. That's on Netflix. I keep and meaning to watch that. I, I've told you guys about it before. Like it's it's about swindling, right? So I watched like, the pilot. It's like interesting. What? What gets you is the end of the first arc. So when you get to fourth episode, like it's slowly building up and you're like, okay, how deep is he going to get into this lie? And when you get to that first episode, fourth episode, everything's like, oh, that's how they're doing, right? And then every arc, it's like a different swindle and you see how that works. But my favorite arc was, okay, personally, I think the third arc I like more than the first arc because like the first arc hinges on how good the climax is because you don't know what's going to happen the first time around. The third arc, I think, was like, it was like three episodes or something. It's three or four. It's short. And it's just like really good storytelling for two of the characters. Each arc focuses on like one of the different characters in the main cast. So you get to see that. But it was really good. It was a sweet storytelling. And I actually felt like emotions towards how they told the story. I was like, I feel for these characters. Like it's tragic in how you told the story. The final arc is just like heavy hitting. Like I was like, okay, I can see where this is supposed to go but even as it's going like i know the end goal right so it's not gonna surprise me when we get there but as it's going along i didn't see certain things coming because i was like oh that's how you did oh that's how you like it was always like i'm thinking the worst could happen and i don't know what the worst could happen is and it was it's a ride of a series just to get into like it's it's one of those that your brain is always like firing on all pistons trying to see what comes next you know Dude, yeah, that's like, it's got that fucking uh, heist movie vibe. Yes, yes, but it's a series. Like, imagine yeah. if heist series, the heist movies had series. Like, a lot of them could hit really well. A lot of them like try to tell a really short story, but like, imagine focusing on like the consequences or like the characters. It'd be like a different experience. Yeah, like the first Ocean's Eleven, you couldn't, but Ocean's Twelve could be like. Explore, you could explore that French douchebag, the other. It could be a little mini, like, 
Yeah, I you can, can have it. you can have fun with it, you know. Yeah, and that's I, like that series has fun with some of the characters in ways that you would be like, yeah, in like a shorter format, it wouldn't work. But in this way, yeah, it works and it has payoff. Yeah, I was. That was a show I was gonna. There was that. I'm keep meaning to watch the second season of that fucking like gambling show. Kakiguri. Kakiguri, yeah. And then I was like, but I fucking I was like letting one piece like sit on the back burner yeah yeah i was like dude so then i was just like you know what fuck it i watched all of mama's like and then now i'm like into wano and wano i think i'm gonna like more i mean because you're watching it you're gonna mama's was pissing me the fuck there's so many shits i don't want to waste time on it because i'll get there was so many things where i was like how why what what like oh so much shit it we 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 can talk about that another time that is actually one of my favorite arts i liked thriller bark more but i but you stan said i should have read it and then you said this i'm like i think the anime a lot lot of stuff post time skip it's really dragged out like that's one of those arcs like it's dress rosa is 18 episodes longer than there is chapters mind you episodes are longer well, Dress Rose is too fucking long. And there's, there's chapters, I mean, there's episodes in Pole Cake that are half a chapter, like straight up like 10 pages. Yeah, That's the thing. It is wild how long, some, I was like, you're still running? Yeah, it, it, they drag they'd, out some stuff. They'd run for like nine episodes, then Mama would catch him in 14 uh, seconds. I know, I know. I, <laughs> I, I, I watched and read it, so like, I know what happened. I was like, boy, what? Luffy got his shit handed to him for twelve hours straight, and then punches him like. Now nah, I can 10 explain. Times. That, I can explain that fight. I can explain that fight easily. Because I know at face value what it seems like, but I can break that down for you like super fast. Granted, we'll do that once we're done recording. You know. I think it's just like less because how long the fight feels in the anime. Like it just doesn't feel like the same effect. Yeah, that's Stan said he was happy he read it, and I was like, "Shit, fucking." That manga effect, man. Wano, I think Wano's enjoy. You can enjoy Wano in the anime. Like this shit's too long. (laughs) You're almost caught. You're almost there. Too long. Yeah, like great pretender. Like whenever you get on it, just tell me you'll you'll like it. I mean, like I say, Justin would like it. He hasn't touched that. You said what a guy touched what great pretender. Uh huh. Uh, I'm on season two, but I haven't uh, picked it back up. Well, I mean, it's technically season one. It's just Netflix doesn't. They do purge, if it so comes out at a different time, it's season two. Like, that's just how they do things. Like, OVAs for Seven Deadly Sins was season two, and it's not season two, you know? The last thing came out. I think a fish. Uh, no, I think it did come out in the start of 2020. Was Digimon Adventure Last Evolution Captain the most surprising thing I watched? That I was like, that's that's golden. And you don't. I don't think you have to be nostalgic for it to say it has good storytelling. But if you at least know, like, oh, like original Digimon Adventure, that movie, bro, it was like one of the few things that like almost. Like, my eyes had water. I didn't tear up, but it was, like, 
set. It was right there. Like they were pulling. It it was right there. The very ending scene. I was like, God. I was at work watching it too. Like I I make sure my emotions are like checked to the max at work. So like pushing me to like those limits. Like when I'm watching something, I know my limits are pushed. Like I'm like God. It's frustrating because I'm like looking around, making sure no one's like near me, looking at like, not me, now. Like, talk to me. Like not I gotta, now. Gotta keep myself under wraps. So I'm always afraid to watch something that's gonna make me cry at work. Cause I'm like, dang, if it makes me cry at work, it's a ten out of ten. Off. There's no way it's not. Like, you, you pushed me to my limits. Like it's it's a terrifying thought. Nothing's done it, so I'm fine. But like that got me so close. I was like, this is legit. Like one of the best things I've watched from that year. It was beautiful. The story. It's like the last. It's like you grew up. That's what the story is. You grew up. Oh, uh, the what do you, story three. What do you lose when you grow up? That is the story, and what are you willing to do to keep what you are going to lose? That's the gist of the plot. But like, when you know, like, if you watch just the first couple movies, the first couple movies, you transition to this movie, take away the series. I think you'd have enough of emotional sentiment from like this story to be like, oh, this is what I'm losing. You don't have to grow up, grow up with it per se. Like, you just watch the series, you'll feel that connection, and to go through those like woes of like every step of the way you're like there's a there's a clock ticking something's going to be lost and it's constantly shown to you it's reminded to you and so when you get to that point where they're having the conversation where you don't know what's going to happen when that thing happened i was like i'm talking about it i'm feeling emotional like i'm 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 feeling (laughs) i don't want to talk about it anymore like i'm trying to stop I'm not even talking about details, but I'm like, I feel my chest is getting heavy. I'm like, God dang, I don't want to talk about this. But yeah, it was just really good. Like, if you, bro, if you, if you're like someone who's watched Digimon, it's one thing, but like, just watching on his own, I think it would be enough. Like, if you were someone who was emotional, like enough to cry, like simple, small things, you would be got by this. I think like easily because you you'd understand what's happening just from the start. Because there was this one scene where, like, if you watched the original movie, there's a scene where Ty whistles when Kari's behind him to, like, protect it. It's like a whistle for safety, so he just blows it. And they do that callback, and I'm sitting there, like, mm, just, like, stressing out of work. I'm like, God dang it. And then they go to the other scene. I'm like, dang, you pushed me really close to the edge. I was ready to stick and swing hands at, like, my phone. I was like, we're not doing this. I'm trying not to... Try not to break composure. Yeah, straight up, that was like one of my favorite things from the year. Thought about anything, Justin, or we'll move on to Troy's, uh, I guess, five and through four? Oh, you can go ahead with Troy. All right, Troy. You got nothing. Trash. Uh, let me pull up the old Listeroni. Old Listeroni. Um, motherfucking five. The boys, season two. Boys. Um, it was fucking really good. I love this show. Um, I think the writers might be psychic, cause it was. Shockingly, oh, I, I heard about the culturally like yeah I, I heard about that it was unreal I was like holy fuck like, a lot of that in ro- a lot of that in writing is just pure coincidence because it's Lo- well, the Lovecraft issue is, country did it too no, the issue is 
history is cyclical. So doing a story, you can write something based off like a precedence or like an understanding of a, something that's happened. Well, no, that's and all they were. The timing is yeah. like, you know. Shit coincided so perfectly. But besides that, just like the developing and continuing through lines and developments for characters. Uh, the one chick's brother, she like temporarily gets him back, then he gets his hands ripped off and he gets killed in front of her. Which is like the most fucked up shit I've seen in a show in a while. She goes, pops his wrist back. He's like, ah. <laughs> oh, and then the one dude, he gets his head crushed. The show is brutal. It's so good. It's tight. And then... I think I talked shit about Endgame last time I was here, so this is probably... Yeah. But, you know that, like, female empowerment scene they did? Yeah, yeah, I, I heard about that. Granted, I don't... I think it's still split with the boys. Have, like, well, there's... Well, that's just because it's fucking called the boys, and there's neckbeard keyboard warriors who, like, anytime a girl does anything, like... Anytime there's two girls on screen being cool together. I heard it wasn't as convenient. I heard it. It's literally, it's like not convenient like at all. It's like literally like the girl who killed one girl's brother shows up. She's like, I want to beat the fuck out of you. Maeve shows up because they just talked to Maeve and are like, we need your help because this bitch is really strong. And they're going to keep torturing you, like, ruining your life. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, word. The uh, Starlight's there because she's, like, fucking... She's basically one of the main like, ones. Yeah, so she's, like, one of the main chicks. So she's obviously going to fight. And then it's just three girls just beating the living fuck out of another girl. It's like... I was like... And it's metal. Like, they're, it is crunchy. They're beating the fuck out of her. <laughs> <laughs> like, they are not holding back. And Avengers, like, it was cool, but, like, you got the fucking, like, female Iron Man, and then, like... I mean, I feel like something out of Black... I think something out of Black Widow might hit that tone better than something out of Endgame, because two different movies. Definitely. That's the thing. It's, like, the boys had... It was, like, the culmination of several plot threads all being tied in a pretty bow. It just happened to be, like, girls beating the fuck out of some, like, Nazi bitch. Mm Mm-hmm. Avengers was just like, we're fighting Thanos, we're fighting Thanos. Check like, out all of our some, girls. Something, so, something like that is just like... Fight Thanos, fight Thanos. Fight. It can was you like, talk about an actual scenario in like real life if a war was going on? Something like that. It's like a one in a million chance. Like It's just unlikely. That's how something that, works. You're like, Mantis and fucking Gamora are here? Like, Gra- like, granted, you could say Doctor Strange predicted it, so therefore, it was bound to happen. <laughs> He could have predicted. Just throw, that just throw that in there and be like, yeah, that was the one. He's like in the, the middle one. middle of the fight. He's like, hey, Captain Marvel, go fucking over there for a second. Just, just like, time it perfectly. He's like, Scarlet Witch, in two minutes, you need to be over by Peter Parker. Yep. But whatever. I'm not going to. I love Endgame. It's fucking sick. Shut up. I hate everyone. Uh, the Boys was fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and the end was brutal. It was so sad. So sad. I was like, I remember yelling. I was like, no! You go through PTSD? 
I was watching it with my homie who like doesn't watch the show and he was like watching we're just like no we worked so hard for this and then it's all gone like, fuck it was so good uh, yeah. but above that motherfucking rent a girlfriend god dang it's so high up on your list that's <laughs> the, the best anime it was really good. fuck off um, because every other show I'm looking at uh, and movie too uh, none of them have Yuzuhara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right, it's number four. Like, <laughs> and we've already I, talked about it, so I mean, we don't have yeah, to in detail, but like, I've swooned about it so much. It's l- got, listen, like, if you're if anyone in the audience like reads it, I'm telling you, like, it's one of the better romances I've ever read. Like, it's just so enjoyable. Straight up, like, almost I was frustrated. Like, I there was chapters I'm like, I don't want to be reading this because. I'm gonna feel sad, and like if you're hammering it home, I, I don't want to go through this. You know, I read through it, but like, get painful sometimes. Uh, this one guy, he 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 had said about Rent a Girlfriend, uh, the manga. He said that the manga has fillers, basically, with taking so long on getting to the point. I it mean, was, it's all it like char- it's it's all like character arcs. I think so. you just kind of know the you can kind of assume the point. So like anything they do like, like in- things happen to slowly push the plot, but sometimes like I, the thing is like you think about shonen, even shonen has slower plots at times, so like that's just how manga works. Like I don't think that's an issue. Yeah, there's training arcs in shonen. So those aren't necessarily like fast. I also don't read, so I don't know what he's talking about. Words? Books? But, bro, the same logic I apply to Haikyuu about how I hate sports but love a volleyball show. I i don't give a shit about romance anime. I don't give a fuck. This show's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Case closed. Yeah, it was like, this show changed. I, like, change my mind so yeah, that's like you always got to find that show to like get you into w- a genre i went and, and watched you go. yeah i went and watched love is war because of and it wasn't as good but i was still just like yeah, it's, fucking... it's still an enjoyable series from my yeah, hair I was like, that's a show i was like you know yeah yeah all right since you've talked about those i'll talk about i guess i'll talk about two movies on netflix that i watched that i watched this year both in like september one of them was in the corner of this world. It was done by Mappa, even though it's not like you don't don't think like twenty twenty Mappa high octane. It's it's a really simple story about like right before Hiroshima and Nagasaki, right? It's about a girl who gets Oof. married into a family and war is going on, and so she's like she's like the from the Hicks, you know, country girl. So she's not like intelligent or anything like that. So she when she marries into the family, she moves to where he lives. So she has to stay there. And so she's slowly like learning to get accustomed with that life during a war-torn period. So you're like going through drills and stuff and things like that. And she's also like trying to get along with the family. Like the sister moved out. So like a lot of the household stuff is thrown on her, but she doesn't understand it well. So she has to learn that. And like through that, people are losing their lives because it's like, I'm related to this person. War's going on. So like there's a chance they might die. And also... There's this plot hole. There's this plot point where it's like 
her husband is unable to like have kids so like one of her old friends comes through what do you think happens because he like maybe they want a kid so where does that go i'm not going to tell you i'd like to leave that open-ended be like hmm how does this go what happens you know sounds like a good ass movie it's really good like i didn't think i i watched it on like on a whim and i was like i really enjoyed this it was a really good movie it's like an hour and a half or something like that and like it starts off slow but like it, it, it captivates you the way it's just the story is being told like less the characters it's one of those pure story how well can a story be told and it just gets you into it by like the time period you figure out what's going on and so certain things happen certain characters maybe not there towards the end you just don't know who's going to make it through because there's times where just straight up planes are going to fly through and they're going to start bombing everywhere there's in war don't not every bomb detonates you know things like that you just don't know what's going to go on and so you're just following this girl who's in this world trying to get adjusted to that life and the thing is she's from i think she was from nagasaki and she had family living there so like that part of the story when it did that thing i was like what happened and they they tell you what happened so like whether it's good or bad like how good how bad you'll you would see if you watch it definitely enjoyable and let's see and like you also you also see like the u.s soldiers occupy japan towards the end of it which something stupid like that just makes me laugh because i'm like you see them, it's like, here, here's a chocolate bar. I'm like, yeah, that sounds like an American guy to me. Rock just... flag and eagle, baby. <laughs> I'm mad. I thought a scene was like that in there. Started laughing. Ed, do you know why that's uh, how hentai got started? Oh, because of, uh, yeah, because certain, what things weren't allowed. So they, like, bypassed it with, like, tentacles. Yeah. And like it slowly pe- transitioned. They got, or, like, all the kids loved American comics. Mm-hmm. Which obviously are just fucking Wonder Woman's giant cans. Like. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was just, <laughs> thanks to America, you know. But, you know, Japan also made their own anime. So, you know, pick and choose. Who wins? Let's not start that war. We do. We all win. <laughs> we all win. It's a victory for everyone. <sighs> and also a silent voice, which. Oh, I don't shit. Know. Yeah. Have yeah. you watched a silent voice? Okay, no, okay. but I've heard about it. Okay, it's it's a really good movie about a deaf girl and a guy and their relationship post when they were kids. So he used to bully her. So what happens after that, I'm not going to say because I think that's a movie you would enjoy, Troy, if you ever take the time to watch it. Deaf bitch, like, fuck you. Watch it. No, watch it. You'll you'll see. You'll see. It's like I, I, I laugh at things like that because it's fiction, but like at the same time, like if I take my two seconds out and think about it in a real situation... I hate people. Like, I'm just like, straight up. If someone like that existed in front of me, I'd hate them on the spot. Like, I know it's, I know it's a movie. It's a narrative story. So I know there's a point A, a point B, point C. There's a, there's a progression to this type of thing. If you want a good story, right? So I have those assumptions to go behind. So I'm like, okay, I can figure out where this can go, right? Yeah. So yeah. if it was in that situation, a, it's a one thing. Punch. You know? Like, for the story itself, I was like, he bullied her. Then, like, what happens in him in his high school life? What type of person did he become? Certain things get pointed out. And so he's trying to change as a person. How does he do that? He has to reconcile with her. How does that happen? I won't say. Really enjoyable. Granted, I've... Listen. A lot of people cried at this thing, right? I've heard it. It is what it is. Very sad. 
I really don't cry at things. Real life anime doesn't matter. Just usually doesn't happen. Like for something to make me cry, it makes it ha- my brain has to feel like it can't operate. It can't process what I just went through. Which is why I didn't cry at One Piece because, you know, a certain character died. I, I cried because of how a certain character reacted and because I watched things in, like, the mental headspace of, like, the characters that are experiencing things. Like, when he reacted like that, I was like, I couldn't oh, yeah. think. I couldn't think because he stopped thinking. I couldn't think anymore because I was like, what happens now? Like, I – and I plus I spoiled myself on that moment because I used to read, like, wiki titles and the title of the episode is – that character and i was like oh and as i'm watching it, i'm like maybe that's a misleading because they don't make it feel like that I, there's a lot of people who get spoiled on it i don't think the way they do that scene makes you think that thing is going to happen no, until they, like the very moment right before it happens that, where yeah, he drops the thing and i'm like oh crap the moment he drops the beaver card i'm like you, you like mentally prepare myself so like at that moment i'm still fine but he starts telling him he loves him and then you see his face change i'm like Listen, I, I, I'm feeling it again. Like when I was talking about Digimon, I don't want to talk about this anymore. I'm done. I don't want to talk about this scene anymore. <laughs> I'm, feeling my, I'm feeling my eyes want to produce water. It's irritating me. Yes, it hurts. So. But yeah. It, it was like, I, I think like Digimon was sadder than it, right? Because the way it was told was more impactful. And like, I didn't expect that. Like I was expecting that scene to happen, but the way they did it was just like, boom. I understood everything that was happening in a silent voice, right? It was enjoyable. It happened. But I also felt like there was a happy ending to it at the same time. And there is more or less a happy ending. And there were certain things that happened that did irritate me, like the way certain character interactions that happened. I'm like, like you just hate people that do certain things. That's what, like when I go through something like that, that like irritates me as I'm watching something because I'm going through those vibes. So when someone does something that I'm like, this doesn't fit as a way to act, it just bugs me. And that happened a few times. So I was like, you know, yeah, it pulls you. That's out. why it was, it, it, yeah, it's why it wasn't like one of my favorite things I've ever watched type thing. You know, I still really enjoy it. One of the better things watched in terms of movies or in a long time in general. You know, good movie, definitely recommend. It focuses on themes of suicide, uh, you know, disabilities, things like that. It's deep. That's Most heavy. people would cry. That's heavy. Mm-hmm. All right, Troy, let's up with your number. Three. Okay. Okay. Number three in the house is another horror movie. Hey, horror. But it's kind of like, I don't know. It feels like if the Coen brothers directed a horror movie, Mm -hmm. like, it's very dry humor. Now, I will it, ask, what is the movie called? It's called The Wolf of Snow Hollow. It's a Dang, werewolf. I didn't hear about that one. It's a werewolf movie. It's pretty fucking good. But, and it's really super dry, the, like, sense of humor on it. And it's, like, really just, like, it's got a good twist. The werewolf's awesome. Like, it is a good-looking werewolf. Bro, does it look like Cheetah? No, they I, don't pull... I had, I, had to, I had to say it. They do, they do a practical wolf and then kind of do, like, some CG. Mm-hmm. Overlay for, it. like, slow movement and thing like that. Yeah, but it's... It looks hella good. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and it, yeah, it's like starts out on all fours and stands up. And it's like 10 feet tall. You're like, oh, fuck yes. But yeah. it's just such a unique werewolf movie with an awesome twist and a funny cast and a fucking it's got like a surprising amount of heart it's actually more of like a dry comedy than it is a horror to be fair i really like dry comedies it's like so you know how get out is a horror movie that has funny bits in it like the side character and or like the friend who works at tsa and like shit like that Uh uh-huh like, there's just bits of humor throughout. But it's predominantly a horror movie. This almost feels like the other way, where it's a predominantly dry comedy. About... It's more comedy than horror, and it yeah. just uses horror themes to, like, progress the plot. Pretty much, yeah. And it's like a town cop trying to solve a murder, and he refuses mm-hmm. to believe. He's like, it's just really grisly, fucked up murders. Like, this is not a werewolf. Yeah. Everyone's like, well, I was watching History Channel last night and Bigfoot <laughs> could do that. And he's like, fuck you. It is like, literally, like, <laughs> it's like, get it's, your mind out of thinking to the History Channel at 3 a.m. Like, no, like, literally, like, some of them were real conversation. Like, someone would be like talking about History Channel and the guy would look History at channel. You'd like look at him and be like, you're a bad cop. He's like, anyone who's talking about History Channel in a police precinct is a bad fucking cop. And then, like, walks away from the dude, and you're just like, oh, shit. Like, you're candid as hell, dude. Yeah. And it was a werewolf the whole time. But it's not a werewolf the whole time, because it's a werewolf the whole time. There's a twist. It's fun. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, and then my number two, have you ever heard of a show called The Midnight Gospel on Netflix? I don't think I've heard of Midnight Gospel. I don't think I've heard it talked about. It's um, really fucking weird really weird came out last year right yeah it's like probably one of the weirdest shows i've ever watched um mm-hmm. it's done by pendleton ward who did adventure time mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then this podcaster it is such a fucking genius so it's pendleton ward's animation style oh it's, it's like, animated yeah and it's like adventure okay. time but it's like adult so it's like rick and morty kind of but in pendleton words style mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and this podcaster who i'm blanking on his name but he uh has a show and he's like weirdly intelligent even though he's like a total just like stoner trippy like He's like well versed in just like so much shit. He can he's like Joe Rogan kinda, but like a little bit trippier and like less like MMA weightlifting. But yeah. He'll like talk to people who are like PhD, like doctors. He'll be like talking to like some fucking phoneticist English doctoral fuck you. And he's, like, having an eloquent conversation with them. And then he'll be like, yeah, when I was in Peru, like, taking mushrooms, my shaman told me. And this mm-hmm. doctor's, like, sitting there like, oh, that's really interesting. So then Pendleton Ward comes in and takes this dude's podcast episodes talking about, like, God, magic, like, fucking pollution. Just yeah. talking to this one author about her life and depression. 
one of the episodes is him talking to his mom about her dying and she has cancer and it's like she knows she's gonna die and she's telling oh, him. Oh man, those conversations, man. But it's fucking. It is so incredible. Because he'll just be sitting there like, it's basically he has a VR simulator in the future with magic. It's like, they don't even bother explaining. But he keeps getting shot into these like different realities, conducting interviews for his podcast that he spits out into space. Mm -hmm. So he'll go and he'll find a pirate who's a magician, the goldfish piloting a body. And he's fucking like walking around telling him about magic like chaos magic and he they're talking about like alistair crowley and there's like cats like doing shit on the pirate boat and it, it, that's just like the whole episode it's talking about magic and then it's done and it's then the next one it'll be like talk about suicide you're just like it is Man, you, so, make it, you make it sound like wandering witch it is so fucking good like it is because it's just podcast episodes so like it's like that back and forth yeah, yeah, that the, type of conversation style. Yeah, but the topics and the host are so, like, deep. And he's so, like, his knowledge is so vast, it is shocking. And it is on such unconventional, cool shit. I was, like, enamored with it. And then it gets so heavy at the end, and you're just like, fuck. I love, Pendleton Ward's the shit, dude. I love him. Because Adventure, nice. Adventure Time was like seriously one of my. I mean, when, when you get to the end time. of the series, when it starts like connecting those plot threads, and you're like, "Oh, that's the type of series we're dealing with." And it was like one of those things that was rude. Like people would use yeah. to make those videos of like, "Oh, the truth behind Adventure Time" or like old di- cartoons. Mm. That was like one of those shows that actually had like, yeah, people were onto something, weren't they? Yeah. Because the way it plays out, you're like, it subtext a lot of what people used to say would happen. For realistic enough. Yeah. Case in point, uh fucking what is it? Marceline and Bonabelle. Bono or Bubbleine. Is that Bubble their shit? Yeah. I, I don't know like a ship well, name, but Oh well Bubblegum's name's Bonabelle, so I didn't know if it was but I think it's just Bubbleine. Maybe? Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's some Tumblr bullshit. I don't even know why I know that. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, my fucking Midnight Gospel is something people should watch, but it is weird. It's really weird. Hey, I mean, it's so this is like someone who watches anime, it's probably not too out the woodwork. You know what I'm saying? It's no, like you wouldn't, but it's just different. It is fucking sick. I love it. Sounds entertaining. All right. Uh, but my number one. Wait, wait. I'll let you. I'll let you save your number one for last. I got you. Troy. Okay. All right. You're 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 closing this off. So my my I have two more series right that I watched and I watched them both last month and they're both like two of the best things I've watched. Like they're like top five potential. I haven't even worked out my top five in like anime. They're both like floating in the abyss of yeah you could be top. No you could be top five. You're both probably top five. They're in that range. Granted, the better series. I'm going to say I wouldn't rate as high than the other one because I think the other one had more layers of entertainment and I just enjoyed it more. But the other one I think is like objectively a better series. I haven't read it all, but like the one I'm talking about at first, it would be Sangatsu no Lion. And it's probably one of those anime you hear about because it's like one of those that's like 
Like, if you look on Mal, I think one of the, the second season is, like, a nine. And anything on Mal that's, like, a nine is, like, in the top 20 or so, right? Very high rank. Granted, most Mal ratings are crap to begin with. So, I'm not going to jump into that rap hole. Even series I like that randomly have high ratings just because they're, like, attached to something or another. It's annoying. This is actually quality. Like, it was one of those series where I'm watching it and I'm like, all right, basic storytelling. Okay, okay. And it's like, no, this is deep. No, this is actually deeper. I'm watching a shogi match and I'm like tense. I'm like feeling heated. They're, they're putting down their pieces. I'm like, oh shoot, what's he going to do next? Like there's a story behind how they're playing. Like I'm going through the motions of like the most random crap. And there's also like a series of like six episodes. Every episode something happens. And I'm like, I want to cry. Like my brain's just like, I want to cry. Like, it's just it's just sad and i go to the next one and it's like it's not even the sadder parts that make me want to cry it's it's the more like depressingly uplifting like it's a random light line that's like so realistic that if you were to hear it in real life like you ever feel so down that when someone gives you like a drip of hope you break it's those yeah. lines of dialogue that it will be said and i'm like frustrated that i have to sit there and like watch the episode and then i gotta want to watch the next episode like it's an emotional roller coaster, and it's a lot of the themes are like depression, bullying, you know, those elements, and like the type of people. I can't hate any characters. I don't think there's any like per se antagonist, other than like your mindset of life is like your biggest enemy. That's what the series goes for. So like he has the main character has family, toxic as hell, right? Like he would like you know if you go through that type of thing, like it's not unreasonable you want to commit suicide or anything crazy like that, you know. He went through that life. And, like, you see the uh, abuse he has to go through. And the abuse he continues to go through with certain characters. It's just, he's like, this is family. I can't view it that way type of thing. Where, like, this is, like, how things always work. So, like, he's adjusted himself to always be like, I have this to do. Let me just keep moving forward. But you never know, like, what could be his limit, realistically. And it's, like, one of those deep introspections. Like, it's one of those better character stories you can watch in, like, your lifetime for anime. It's really good. Really well done. Like, Shaft does it. It's well animated. Like, reading it doesn't hit as hard as, like, watching it. I think, like, because they made it so one-to-one and they, like, improved the vibes because the soundtrack, like, the production value, they hit those emotional scenes hard. Now, when I'm reading it, I'll probably feel the same thing when I get to the emotional stuff, but it's the non-emotional stuff that, you like, you're, you're watching it, you're enjoying yourself through and through like they give it life it's one of the better things in like existence like if you were to watch it i wouldn't be surprised if you're like that's the type of thing that would be in my top five i think it's just like one of those most people as long as you're not like the type that you watch something that feels slice of life that you would be bored by it's really good character writing and you just get drawn into it the other thing that i watch oh you got one to say what Oh, were you going to say something or was that? No, I was saying that's what's up. Okay, okay, cool, cool. And then the other thing I watched that is the thing that I don't think is as well, like, produced. Great, like, if I think, if Sangatsu was produced closer to, like, a regular studio producing something like that, I think for a fact Haruhi Suzumiya would have been, like, you know, better because of, like, thematically what it goes for. I'm not going to, I learned, like, a big juxtaposition that you could figure out in like the first couple episodes because there, there is a release order 
and then an actual chronological order for the series because it came out in 2006 and 2009. So like episodes intertwine with each other. If you like look it up on like illegal sites, you know, you'll find proper watch orders like already done for you, right? That's the thing. So that's that's how I end up watching it. So you're like jumping back and forth. But as I was watching it, it's so like, it's one of those dialogue happens. A lot of what's said is important and it's a lot of subtext to everything. So if you're not like focusing, paying attention, you're going to miss out on a lot of like the deeper, more messed up things to happen. But the main character, Haru Suzumiya, she's not actually the main, main character. You're going through the perspective of the guy who gets through to her, whose name is Kyon. And so it's his perspective of his life around him. And she's just, the focal point is that she is something that you're not going to expect as, going, as watching it. A lot of what you're watching seems like a joke. Like if you don't have in mind that there is something going on in the background, you would probably be like, I don't know what's happening. It's boring. You know, you're just going to go through the motions. If you always know that there is something going on, it hits. And there's also this, I'm going to say this now, there's a thing called the Endless Eight. If you've heard of anime and you've heard the Endless Eight, a lot of people hate it because it's in Haruhi Suzumiya. And essentially what it seems like, it's the same episode eight separate times. Granted, that's not actually what it is at all. And I, I've had conversations with people do not enjoy it saying the things I enjoy. And it's maybe because I'm not like monkey brain or anything crazy like that, that I, I can figure out, first of all, what is the thing that's happening in like the first episode? Like me and my friend were watching it. We we're watching it together with someone else who already had watched the series. So we we're watching it. He's like, you're not going to figure it out right away. And we end up figuring it out like right away. So we're like going through the rest of the episodes, like enjoying ourselves because we already know what's happening. So watching the episodes, the, the juxtaposition of the plot is the same for the everything. There are differences though. And if you could tell those differences, it makes it a more enjoyable experience, right? So that's like one of those random arcs that is probably really average that people are like, yeah, it's average, so I wouldn't enjoy it. But I'm like, it's not. This is like one of those things I enjoy because of production. Like you did a good job doing it, even though it doesn't need to be done. They did it. And it's just enjoyable. And it's actually really dark. And what happens afterwards is like really good, but you just have to follow like all the character arcs. It hits one of my favorite shows I've watched in a minute. Like if I didn't watch Sangatsu after it, in my mind, I'd just been like, dang, I watched a really good show. What else is going to come next? You know, that's what I've been going through. Mm-hmm. It's just coincidence. I watched two really good shows back to back that I can enjoy myself. But yeah, definitely one of my favorite things I've watched in a long time and I plan on reading the light novels because it was just so good I'm like you know what I'll read books man I'll read the books I'll do it I'll crack yeah that's like a whole ass thing to do the light novel mm-hmm. that's it for me it's up to you Troy this is it you're carrying us home damn it is not gonna be a super dramatic ending it's fine if you keep it short it's fine cause fucking it's another horror movie Dang, you were hitting it hard with the horror. I, it's a little shocked. I'm t- I fuck horrors. My that's like easily my favorite. Okay, genre. I love psych- psychological is my favorite genre, but I also like horror or like those essence of like horror vibes. You know? Yeah, like this really one, dark, gruesome stuff. I love that. this. Uh, fuck, this movie is so. It's pretty long. Not super long. It's actually not that bad. It's Listen, like, like I watch 
I've been anime today. That's that's a day's work. It's man, got you know? freaking like witch in the woods vibes. It's got mm-hmm. possession vibes. It's got monster horror vibes. Okay, okay. Um, you know that movie Disturbio with Shia LaBeouf? Yeah, got, that old movie. Yeah, got that vibe too. Basically, some fuck shit from the woods. Like an evil spirit. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Basically, body snatches the main character's neighbor, who's this like milf. Mm, important detail. And then the neighbor notices that she's like dressing all slutty to like take out the garbage and like also mow important the, mm-hmm. mow the lawn. He's like, that's weird. Then he notices that her she starts like fucking her husband, like, and she's okay, like, I'm say, "I watched an anime just yesterday, last night. It was today. No, it's yesterday. I'm in the future now. It's a random scene where you're like, okay, it's an isekai, and then there's just a scene where the father and mother are like, the main character's just he got isekai, so he's grown and he's just a kid, and you just hear them going off in another room. Me and my friend were watching it." We were dying. I didn't see it. It was hilarious. And just the there's, freaking... there's other. You just hear it. And there's other scenes that happen that are even funnier. Um, it's just a side tangent. It just came to my mind. Just all that parents fucking. Yeah, yeah. But dude, yeah. So she's like possessed when she's fucking him though. And he's like, kind of like weirded out. He's like, damn, you got some tight kegels. He's like, why are you, like, fucking me so, like, angrily? Kind of into it. He's, like, a nerd, so he's like... Yeah, yeah. He starts getting, like, not possessed, but, like, mind-controlled, kind of. Mm-hmm. They fucking kill their son. Kill his ass. <laughs> Kid's dead. Little baby kid. I mean, he's it's like a four. kid. Like, you don't want him he's, around. Just yeah, might as like well four. throw him out, you know? So then the main character, who's the neighbor, is like, Fucking Disturbia voyeurism being oh, a cuck. Oh gosh, he's like, I, I yeah, I remember that. He's not wa- he's not watching them bang, but he's like, he's like, he's like keeping tabs on their livelihood. Yeah, where he's like, something weird's going on. Then he's like, the kid's gone. Where's the kid? So he goes up to the dad. He's like, where's your son? And the dad's like, I don't got a fucking son. Just me and my hot, angry wife. She's up taking a shower. Like her spine's like bending and snapping. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> So then he, this kid's, like, trying to figure out. He's like, this bitch is possessed. There's something going on in the woods. All kinds of fuck shit. He's like, I got my binoculars. How are the binoculars? They're, like, fucking... They're cheap. They're, like, the big... Oh, the little fat ones. We were like, bro, she's, like, 100 feet away. But you know, use your eyes. <laughs> He's like, you do not need those binoculars. Use uh, your eyes. His dad... One thing I liked about this movie was the dialogues is refreshingly normal for mm-hmm. teens and dads in the way a family dynamic like truly interacts. The one kid's a little fucking obstinate, the main character, but he's also like 17 with a bit of like dependency issues due to his pain meds. <coughs> So you're yeah. like, you're like, kind of get it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's basically like ends up being this fuck shit from the woods is targeting kids in the 
basically in like total 80s monster movie fashion. The main character's got to be the one to stop it. So he's climbing down the fucking hole in some tree to go fight this monster in the woods. You're like, yeah! Turns into like some Pan's Labyrinth shit where he's like underneath in like this tree scene. Oh, okay, okay yeah, yeah. He's like taking the his best friend, or this girl he knows, like, he finds her little sister, and he's like, come on, he's got his little brother, and this monster's, like, running through the catacombs. I was like, it literally blends so seamlessly, like, different subgenres of horror, where it's got, like, a little bit of thriller, a little bit of possession, some body horror, monster horror, some witch-in-the-wood shit. You're like, bro, I find body horror to be so hilarious. Like, seeing it, gross. But, like, when it happens, fun. It's, yeah, it's not, it's not, like, saw body horror. You know, it's, like, exorcism of Emily Rose body horror, where you're, like, you supposed to bend like that? Yeah. Where they're just, like, really trying to, like, hey, you want to know how this bitch is possessed? She's, like, super possessed. That's that's how you know. (laughs) Like, look at her feet. They're by her ear. Well, that's not supposed to be like that. No, that's just that's just yoga. I don't know what you're talking about. She's like, yeah, taking a shower, like speaking tongues, and you're like, do you see in this shit? The thing in the woods is not to be messed with. Uh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you're not, that's the thing. You can fucking undercut horror. I watched it by myself. I was wildly un. I watch horror all the time. I was unsettled. <laughs> It is a fucking Guys, bro. When when you say something unsettles you, like when it's that genre that you're bodying, that's that's some red flag. It's yeah, cause literally one of my favorite movies of all time, The Exorcist. You got a bitch walking down the stairs backwards, head spinning, pissing on herself. Hilarious. I'm like, that's, I'm like, that's what's up, bro. That's comedy. I don't know what you're talking about. Power Christ compels you. I'm like, fuck you, demon, <laughs> demon of the wind, bitch ass. This shit. I don't know. It was like a fairy, I think. Which, like, in my life, I find fairies more scary than, like, some other shit. Because I think that other shit is... This is a rabbit hole. But I think that other shit is actually just fairies, and we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. And we <laughs> keep confusing all the different fairy signs. All it takes is for one motherfucker. Because you know what? Bigfoot and a ghost are the same thing. Because if you hear a crack out in the woods in the middle of the night, you're like, oh, fuck. Bigfoot, it's a monster. Oh shit. If you hear someone screaming two in the morning, like rah, and you're in like the high ass mountains, you're not gonna be like, Is that a ghost? You're like, That's Bigfoot. I'm there, you're you gone. Hear, you hear that same noise coming from your kitchen, two AM. You're in bed with your cat. You're not gonna is Bigfoot in my kitchen? you're like, Is that a ghost? You're like, motherfucker, they're probably both fairies. Fuck you. That fairy possessed the mom, and it was so goddamn creepy. I was like, uh, dude, the part that really fucked me up. Well, two things. The dad, the main character's dad listens to him, which is a horror trope that constantly pisses me off. The dumb dad. That's why they don't listen. Yeah. We bought this house. We're going to stay here. No, there's this house isn't haunted. I'm the dad. You can listen. Like, no. Fuck you. Your whole family says it's haunted. Leave the goddamn property. The dad's like, the son's like, I think some fuck shit's going on next door. And the dad's like, all right, I hear you. I'll go check it out. You're like, you're a good dad. 
points. Good dad. I love when they subvert horror trips because that one pisses me off. Mm-hmm. But when he goes to the neighbor and is like, what happened to your son? And the dad, whom up until that point had been portrayed as a wildly doting father, it's like, I don't know how to son. I was like, that's creepy. That is a good fucking thing in horror. You know the part in Captain Marvel when she looks out the window and sees her daughter talking to herself? Oh, yeah, and it's like, wait a second, what's going on? And you're yeah. like, it's an action movie, it's Marvel. You're like, Ugh. that's one of the creepiest scenes in any fucking movie of that entire year because, like, people, you got to, like, think about the context of that shit. If yeah, you saw, that, bro, if that's it was your if, kid. If that happened, like, that's what that would, like when I say I put myself in the mindset, that's the type of thing I go through. So like when I see I'm, something, I'm feeling that emotion. It's like, you see that. You're flipping that's why out. The shit landed with me. Because I was like, you're his dad. You're supposed to be the one. And you got this fucker buried under your porch. I was like, okay. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh god, that movie's fucking sick. It's called The Wretched. You should like. I, I, I was about to ask you. I was like, all right, I gotta know what it's called. I think yeah, I got I so distracted, it, but... so distracted. Like it's on. I think it's on Hulu. But like, okay, bro. I tried recommending it to my friend, who like doesn't like horror. Mm-hmm. He said, "Dang, what a guy you are." He said, "Too creepy." He <laughs> said, I was try- He said, "I tried watching it with my girl. It was too creepy." I said, did you actually try watching it with your girl or did you just think it was too creepy? And he said, <laughs> fuck you. So I think it was you know too creepy. know your answer. <laughs> I think it was too creepy for him. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that was my favorite movie of the year because I fucking love horror movies. And this one was a scene, like, it did such a good job. So did the wolf one. The what I freaking forget what it's called. I loved it so much I forgot its name. Hold up. <laughs> It'd be like that, man. Uh, the Wolf of Snow Hollow was fucking less horror, more fucking dry humor, but so good. So mm-hmm. good. All right. Yeah, man. That sounds like that's it for our list. I mean, that was fun. We can bury the fucking year. Maybe, maybe you can make Justin watch your stuff, right? That sounds like a blast, right? Actually, have him have something to talk about next time. That'd be great. You hear that? I'm watching you. Yeah, I've seen the boys, but I never finished season two because I got tired of the whole let's let's bring Nazis into everything shtick. That's just normal. They're everywhere. It's real life. Bro, you know how fucking takes like a year. This is approximations. I'm not fucking. So it takes a year to shoot, six months for post production, six months for writing on the front end, with let's call it three months for marketing. Two years, three months. No wait. Just say just say two to three years. Simple. Yeah. About two years. They were they were writing this shit roughly two years ago. Nazis weren't running amok. They those writers were ahead of the curve. It just happened to be that the Nazis caught up with the boys. That's all. <laughs> it's not the boys' fault. Society fell apart and Nazis were fucking. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. 
That's the worst comeback of the year. Oh, we didn't do the worst. You know what the worst movie I saw this year was? Wonder Woman. God damn. <laughs> uh, I think, bro, I think one of the worst. Okay, the worst okay. thing. One, real quick. This is, all right, I'll let you go on your tangent real quick. Keep it this short. Is all I'll say, because I. So she fucks the dude, right? She fucks a guy. She, Steve Trevor steals this guy's body, and then she fucks him. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to throw around the hard R, like the big R word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they went through extreme lengths to teach you the rules of the of him coming back. Not the rock itself. The rock itself mm-hmm. is fucking ambiguous as hell. I don't know how it works. But how he got brought back, they're like, oh, it was Diana's wish, and he's here off of her power, and she's losing power the longer... You're like, oh, I know exactly how he's fucking back. Mm-hmm. Then they're like, this is another guy's house. Look at this other guy. It's not fucking Steve Trevor. He's got a house. Look at Like, we're eating his food. Like, this is his fucking kitchen. They, like, drove that shit home. But the whole plot revolves around a magic wishing rock. A magic plot breaking fucking do anything you want wishing rock. Mm-hmm. They could have brought Steve Trevor back. They could have just fucking just did it just to do it, you know. Brought it I back. Feel you. They didn't have to waste fucking so much time and doing a funny like montage of him getting changed. Yeah. To then have her maybe rape a guy yeah yeah to have some ambiguous to have some like child have to have their mom be like who was the guy wonder woman was fucking the kid wouldn't say that but like who was that guy wonder woman <laughs> was kissing? in america they would it'd be like well that was steve trevor but steve trevor quantum leaped into that guy's body and so he was kind of just an empty husk of a human being puppeted by steve's ghost yeah it'd be like that sometimes i mean it happens every other day right it's like that's stupid. <laughs> Apart from the fact Cheetah looked terrible, like that is uh, stupid. That's bro, it's cats all over again. But at least cast it on purpose. It's a wishing so, rock. Do whatever the fuck you want. You can break the rules. It's a wishing rock. So to her, she was seeing Steve, but it was actually another guy. Yes, everyone else in the world, including. I mean, to be the fair, Ares, they both they both knew, did they not? No, they they did know, and she's the goddess yeah. of truth and supposed to be a hero, but she was, like, very aware of the fact that it was just like, fuck you, fuck this guy, like, I'm gonna have a good time banging your husk body. Like, people were shooting at him, and, like, we as the audience and Diana was seeing Steve, but the people shooting were seeing this other guy. If Diana got pregnant it would not have been Steve's child. It is a very questionable plot thread. That's a That's stupid the... reason to bring him back. And they could have brought him back. Okay, I mean, there, the there's fucking... ways that I thought that they could bring him back. I'm not going to go over now because like, we're already going long. But like, it's definitely not the best written from everything I've heard. It's all over the place, you know? So, Dude, yeah, that... You could get creative and do the whole like you pull them out of time and now yeah, you got Yeah, you could. Stories. Or say you do that plot line and you're like make make there be like a through line where it's a bad decision. Make Yeah. Make make her what she's went through worse so that when she gets him back 
it's because she's not willing to let go. Go 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 the distance with it, you know. Hit heavier because if you don't, that's like a point and wink, in like the worst way possible, you know. No, yeah, it was literally <laughs> they fucking quantum leaped into a dude. She's if it's not a if it's not the big R, it is a lowercase R. There, there's an R in there, and it's a ratatouille. <laughs> she ratatouilled some strange shirt <laughs> with the magic. Like, I rolled my eyes when I saw the magic rock was what they were gonna do. Okay, I and heard then, like details, and like I watched the trailers. So, like, pretty much when I heard like certain things, I'm like, okay, I think I know what the plot is. It just happened. That was the basis of the plot. So I was, like, less interested by those means. I just didn't yeah. watch it because I was too lazy to watch it, but, you know. No, it's, like, it. it's just so cliche. And then they added so much extra work explaining the fucking Quantum Leap soft R sex shit. Mm-hmm. When you had a magic, you'd be having a genie. I mean, like, making a wish and then having some fuck shit happen instead of yeah. just, like, being, like, manifestation of steve we'll explain it we won't we don't have to because magic okay that's why i hate magic and anime because there's never an explanation like patty jenkins needs to go watch some fucking ishikai it depends on what it is but like sometimes it works sometimes like they save it for that level there's there's waiting they're holding on to it they're like when we need something to just rush through you know well actually she she did do that because she's like fucking on a plane she's like did you know i can make things invisible Oh yeah, I heard about that scene. Seemed really random from what I heard. But Wait, that, that's the, Cheetah's ability? No, no it's Wonder, Wonder Woman. Yeah. What? She, oh. She, she has the invisible jet. That's that's the basis. Okay. No, no, no. She steals a jet from a government building and then randomly is talking to Steve. Makes like, it invisible, right? Yeah. She's like, My dad had the power to make Themisphere invisible. And then she just goes. And then the That's, fucking plane's invisible. Ooh, thank God I didn't watch this movie. And then they find <laughs> it, it after they park it. <laughs> you, gotta, you just gotta remember exactly where you parked it. It's simple, simple. But off of this tangent, this was fun. Talking about our best and like Troy's worst. I watched a really bad. <laughs> I, I watched a really bad anime movie that got banned in Japan. And apparently, it was like super traumatic, and people went through it. It wasn't even you that watched bad. Watched that shit. Jo- Shoujo Subaki. Have you heard? It? I've heard I of watched it. it, and I was like, "That is, listen, I'm just demented, okay? Get that out of like facts pointed out. I can watch the most unsettling things and be like, could have been she's, worse. She's more or less. She's like a circus play thing. It's thing, it's rough. Right? It's rough. Yes, That's, but like I was watching it, and I'm like, could have been worse. I didn't wince at all, and I, I, just, I got I got people to watch it with me because me and this other guy was. He was like, oh, I think it's the you watch fact it, bro, that it's circus freaks. If you watch it, it's very unsettling to look at, but at the same time, could have been worse. That's me saying it. I'm waiting for the reboot because it was made in like the 80s. I'm going to tell you this. The worst part of it is in the first 15 minutes. I think that's as bad as it gets. Thematically, it's gruesome and horrifying and disgusting. All right. That's thematically. I'm also like, don't take my word as law for this. I I watch some messed up stuff and I'm like, eh, wasn't that bad. So I'm not the scale. I watch Promise Neverland and the reason like, it doesn't shock me as much as because I watched that scene at the end and I was like, it was it. I watched hey, Goblin Slayer and I was like, I was going to say, you watched Goblin Dude, 
when the big goblin catches that girl's ankle, like, like I, I know my, it's like my I know stomach the subtext. fell out of my. I, I know the subtext, but I'm I just literally like, like pooped my stomach at where I was like, I know exactly what's about to happen to her, and I hope they don't show it. And then they showed most they, they of show, it. They show the bits, and I was like, eh. they show enough to really, really drive it home. And I was just like, oh, thanks yeah, for that. Yeah, that's why. That's why I like to make that distinction. I'm yeah, not the word of law for this. Yeah, you most definitely I, not. I watched that one time and was like, I'll just fucking start at episode two next time. Listen, the most shocking thing to me was just by execution. It was like the Griffith scene in Berserk and the Eclipse. And I didn't even think that was like enough to make me go, dang, that's the worst thing. Like, I feel like in the back of my mind, there is something worse than that. Because I feel like the level of that's the worst I've seen just doesn't feel like that's bad enough to me. Like, it's not my limit. And I, I constantly just want to see where I can go. I'm warped to that extent, okay? I just want to make that clear. But bro, it's all that tentacle. It's that. It's all that. Oh, it's all. Stuff. It's all that hentai I watch, man. It's it's all them gosh darn tentacle things you kids are into. Mm-hmm. I'm just the worst. It'd be like that. Anyways, that was it for the episode. Wait, a lot wait, of fun. When redo the healer comes out, bro, we I will can't be wait. Reviewing it. Justin, you gotta watch. It. You gotta <laughs> watch it. I will be watching. Gotta watch. I'd be willing to talk about that every week. It is a blast. I actually really enjoyed it, but like, it's one of those things that are like cancel bait. It's it's there. It's perfect. If this, I, depending on how the studio does it, is more or less gonna like determine if I like it or not. But oh wait, 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 is that the one where that's he was, the that's the one where bad things happen to him in one life, and so he gets a redo? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's exactly. Basically, what. It's the one. Hero the revenge fantasy. It's it not. That, that's what I said. It's Shield Hero, but if now Fumi caught no breaks and he had like a guts backstory, that that's like what you're getting. It's, it's like rough. A, it's his revenge fantasy, isn't it? It, it? That's exactly what it is. It's so good. But that's because I'm twisted. Don't take my word for this about like. I think it's I think it's good because that's what it's going for, right? That's, you guys, we'll all watch it, and I'll be the fucking touchstone to make. Yeah, sure you'll, you'll, you'll you'll be like the point of like mental sanity and like security. <laughs> I'm I'm not a good waystone for that, but I'll figure it out. For it, it's better it's better than me, man. I'd be like, bro, that scene was so good. What do you mean? And then you'll be like, she got ratatouille. What are you talking about? Yeah, I'll be like, <laughs> she's split into two pieces. That happens, but besides the point. Yeah, that was it for this episode. I don't want to. Watch. <laughs> it, 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 I don't think it's going to be as graphic. I, it's not actually that graphic. There's things that happen, but it's more like in the background. You don't see it direct. There are things that are graphic. I don't think the worst parts are, but you know, you'll see it when we see it. When when I see the first episode, I'll give you a basis of what it more or less will work. It's going to oh, be I'll, fun. To I'll watch. About, Just though. let me know when it comes out. It comes out. To, tomorrow or Tuesday, the thing, the first, or maybe Wednesday. It's between oh, God. two days. First episode comes out. If it's on like a legal streaming site, I'm not gonna be surprised if it gets dropped because they were just too stupid to know what they were about to put out on air. I, I, that's what I think is the likelihood. Is what might, it is. A, might see you boys on the high. Like Ishizoka reviewers got that happened to it, and this is worse. So I'm just putting it out there. You know, like yeah. But that's it for the episode. Thank you, Troy, for your – you actually had a list. I'm so happy. I was like, goodness, I've been struggling out here, and we end up talking way longer than I thought. Like, god dang. Thank you, Justin, for existing, I guess. You do that pretty well. 
<laughs> Alright, say bye to the people. Goodbye, people. Alright, and that's it for this episode. See you next time.